the Bible says in First John chapter 5, verse 7, For there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And of course, the record that they bear must agree on earth. Hence, there are three that bear witness of that very record on earth, the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. And so when he made them, he said, Let us, that is the three speaking, make man in our own image and after our likeness. And he made them male and female. And called their name Adam, a one whole expression, male and female, called Adam. By this we know that there exists also the female side of God. Remember that it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so everything that is going on on earth is to mirror how it is in heaven. And so who is this let us? And why did he make them male and female? Thus here we understand the female side of God. Hallelujah. Let us listen to the message. Hi there, my distinguished, wonderful, blessed, lovely, and highly privileged audience. Nice having you once again, and you're welcome, most welcome to join us in another positive, life-transforming, enlightening, and important episode on our podcast here on Beyond Letters. And of course, I'm Apostle God M. Godel Gabriel, your mind therapist, your counselor, your healing and deliverance minister, demystifying the mysteries of our world, for your mind, soul, body, and spirit, and also your pastor in the journey of life towards self-discovery, liberation, and prosperity. Welcome as we take this wonderful journey together. And as you listen, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And so it is important that we must have not just knowledge of truth but understanding that these things were given dispensationally calls for the need of a comparative understanding meaning yes this thing is true but how was it in this dispensation and how was it in that dispensation and how is it now and even if I know how it is now do I have the full knowledge of how it can be applied which brings revelational understanding. These principles must be applied for the full formation of truth to come to us. We must have a progressive understanding of how truth metamorphoses until it comes to birth the ultimate expression of what God is saying. Otherwise, we will be running into errors. And so most of the instructions that we follow or read in the Bible or needs comparative knowledge to be applied properly now let us continue the female side of God now we've come to understand that in the beginning God created them male and female from that we now understand that when the Bible says he for God as a pronoun or him for God as a pronoun 
it is not in the sense of the complete expression of the side of God. It is only mirroring the masculine aspect of God. There is also a feminine side. Why? Because in the beginning, he created them both male and female. Like the Bible says, when? From the day when they were created. Now, but the day were created, if we look at Genesis chapter 2, down, seems to be omitted because we saw only Adam, according to the word, formed from the dust of the earth. And then progressively, which is another system of God again, the woman was brought out of the womb, sorry, out of the rib of the man. And so when we hear the female side of God, we might run into a problem. We begin to question, but thank God we now understand that the Bible created them, male and female created he them. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. And so we know that in the beginning, the male and female was a one whole expression. But then, as we understand our God through these teachings by His grace to operate dispensationally, we now know that in the formation process, the man came first out of the dust of the earth, later which the woman was formed from the rib or out of the man. But in the spiritual sense, the woman had already been with the man. Small wonder why when the man saw the woman, it was, I mean, there was no place where the Bible says, and God told him that this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Yet the Bible clearly said that Adam was in a deep sleep. Now, if you that was in a deep sleep now have a full knowledge after you woke up, it means there is a connection in the spirit realm that makes what you are seeing in the physical already recognizable by you, clearly from the realm of the spirit while you were sleeping. And that is to tell you that there is a comparative knowledge that must be applied in every interpretation of the scriptures. If not, Adam will not just wake up and the Bible never explain that and God needed to tell him anything. He just said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman brought out of the man. I mean, it was so automatic. The Bible did says, and God said, she shall be called. No, Adam rather said, she shall be called. And so we know that the word woman was from Adam. Yet, under 100% approval by God, who still calls woman even till today. So we know that Adam was already in sync with God by the spiritual reality that this being had been with him even from the spirit realm before physical formation. I mean, some things in the Bible place out for us to understand that the spiritual reality already abounds, but it takes grace to see these things. And so at the end of the day, something happened along the line. You all know what happened at the Garden of Eden. After the incursion of sin, so many things changed. And even those things obtained still now. You and I will agree with me that even after Jesus Christ has died on the cross, after the redemption of the price was paid on the cross of Calvary, iniquity still abounds till now. People are still dying. Curse is still looming. Evil covenant bondage, rape, 
excess killing and evil still abounds even at more rampage than before even on earth despite the fact that the redemption has been done on the cross and why is this simple jesus emancipated man from the ultimate bondage of eternal separation from god and death in hellfire but the restoration process is still ongoing even as we speak did the bible clearly say this so no but with comparative knowledge we know that and that is why the bible now says that in the fullness in the dispensation of the fullness of times he shall gather all things both that which is in heaven and in earth in one meaning to become one whole expression but that cannot be because there is no sin or iniquity in heaven and so the earth is going through a formative process still ongoing to become perfect and then become united with heaven and so as much as we understand the scriptures we must also follow it comparatively to know what god is saying meaning there there is a foreground knowledge of what god is doing we must study the trajectory of what god is doing now something happened which we all know after the incursion of sin into the natural phenomena of man the bible said unto the bible said and god told the woman your desire shall be unto your husband and he shall rule over you and we know that that statement came after the curse the statement itself was not a curse but it was said to contain a curse expression which was already triggered which was already on process and so the woman now have to be subject to the man why because it was the woman that fell sorry that sinned against god and not the man or rather because it is the woman that was deceived and not the man the man cannot be without the woman and so when the woman fell he fell with her the woman was deceived she ate the fruit but the man was not deceived according to the bible yet what happened he ate the fruit why because he cannot live without his eve she has now entered a fallen state she's now eternally separated from him by nature what happened he condescended with her because of a love that cannot be explained my eve has fallen how can i be in this state and leave her there what happened i can't bring her to me what happened he condescended he fell along with her and so he ate the fruit knowing the effect not because he wanted it but he cannot stay without his eve there was a separation he has to look for the one he wants now this expression is still being carried out when the man what happened shall leave his father's house what happened he is going to look for his fallen side that expression still continues now you and i know that in the beginning the woman rather was created what i'm brought to the man but now the process is now in the other way around the man now goes to what look for the woman why because she has fallen from the place where she was brought from so now the man goes to look for and god now even what makes a blessing out of it This is all just the beauty of God using his mercy to cover up our errors and our sin. It says that he that findeth a wife findeth a good thing 
and obtained favor from the Lord. But in the beginning, what happened? That favor was something that was birthed out of you and brought to you. What happened? The dynamics of that fall still abounds. Every man must look for your falling side and go what? And restore her back. No wonder the Bible now says, for we should dwell with them, what? With wisdom. Talking of how the man should relate with the feminine gender. We should dwell with them with wisdom, meaning constantly looking for how to give them strength to bring them to their lost position. And so when Apostle Paul was talking, we must understand the dispensation which Apostle Paul was when he says that the head of every woman is the man. And trying to mirror it with the expression that says, your desire shall be unto your husband and he shall rule over you. And finally, trying to mirror that to how our traditions, our custom of nowadays place all this format, you will discover that deep, different interpretations has been given to it. It does not mirror the ultimate picture of Christ and the church or the father and the son. How do I mean? Simple. He says, for as Christ loved the church, what happened? He gave himself for the church. He died for the church. Now, if you want to follow hierarchical order as your own human understanding of what Apostle Paul said, then let us take hierarchy from the perfect form, which is in the, in the, in the formation of the soldiers. Can a lieutenant general, be, uh, sorry, can a general sacrifice himself for his lieutenant general? Or can the lieutenant general sacrifice himself for the colon- for the colonels? Look, I want us to understand that as much as we know what Apostle Paul was saying, our human interpretation has corrupted that message so that it does not exactly mirror as it is with the Godhead, which is the perfect expression of what God is talking. But when you look at the scripture before the fall, you will understand that what God was trying to create was partnership. Not rulership in the sense of control. And that is why Jesus was not forced to die for mankind. The Bible says he came willingly. Like a sheep submitting itself to the slaughters. And the father started by saying, who shall I send? Who will go for us? Now that that message in the Bible there was giving us a pictorial expression of how God sends from the divine. Now if that word was said among saints, among angels, among um, the elders, how much more his own son? Will he now force Jesus? No. Jesus came willingly, died willingly, and even in Gethsemane had every reason to change that dynamics. But what happened? Still wanted what the father wants to play out. And so that is the kind of partnership, that is the kind of dynamics that should occur in the perfect sense with the man and the wife. If they want to mirror the original intention of God, the rulership dynamics was brought to contain a curse. But the original dynamics was that of partnership and oneness in sync they will synchronize they will harmonize there will be a perfect order so that the two are actually one expression 
just the original intention of God. But what we have now is a contained expression because of what? The advent of sin, which has now interfered into the natural phenomena of mankind. Now, let me say something to you in case you don't know. Like I said something, the original, the original expression of the kingdom, which is the original purpose for which Jesus died, was to emancipate man, was to free man from the ultimate bondage of sin and iniquity. But the consequences of that occurrence has not been fully redeemed. It is still ongoing. That is why sin and iniquity still abounds, even in a rampage than it was before. Not because Jesus did not do the work. Jesus perfected something in the spirit, but progressionally and progressively, dispensationally, it is still playing out in the physical realm. You cannot just dwell in one dispensation and think you have contained the entire truth. You will discover that in the midst of that truth, iniquity will still be thriving even among the holy ones. Why? Because the knowledge of truth, yes, may be true, but may not be complete. And so it does not contain the entirety to withstand the dynamics of sin which is at work and the deception of what it contains. For example, talking of the female side of God, let's look at this picture very carefully. I said something. Why does Adam, how come Adam, immediately woke up, saw Eve, and gave a perfect mirror. And I explained, because Eve had been an expression that was created alongside with him. And if Jesus now says, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, then automatically, every revelation in the Bible, in how the man should relate with the woman, cannot be in the sense of an hierarchy because that was not the intent from the beginning. And that is why Jesus is in oneness with the Father. The man and the woman ought to what? Be in oneness. And so when we are talking of woman be subject unto your man, it is because a sin or a curse tendency is now looming in our members. And so subjection, restraint, caution, bringing your body under subjection now becomes a necessity to play in between. It is in this sense the instruction was now given for the woman to be subject to the man so that order will be maintained. Why? Because there was a chaos in the process due the advent of sin. I believe we can understand what I am saying. Originally, there would not be a need for this. But knowing the tendency that now looms in our members, in our tendency, in our proclivity as man. It necessitates that such caution should be placed in the order of things to contain the advent of sin, which now looms, which is now evident in the order of creation, meaning it has brought a corruption. Now, this corruption also changed even the, the body anatomy of mankind. The physiognomy. You may not believe this, but let me just say something. It, it is not the subject for now, but I just want to just touch it slightly. Now, have you ever wondered why does man defecate? If the original man was intended to live forever, then why will anything become a waste in man? 
why does man defecate? Why do we go to the toilet? I mean, if the Garden of Eden was made to be so beautiful and lovely, where was the toiletry system? And so Adam will be defecating in river Euphrates. And if and all the animals will be defecating, then how will that garden maintain its beauty? Its lustrous and lush beauty and fragrance and 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 and, and decency all over the earth. What am I trying to say? This altered anatomical structure became a formation in man to contain the advent of sin which was now in our members and so what happened the decaying process began man was created to dwell in eternity but after the incursion of sin man switched from eternity and started dwelling in time and so now everything now begins to go back to the dying state and that is where you now begin to have things like indigestion uh, sickness which also brings about this our toiletry system whether you want to go to the toilet you want to defecate you want to pass out waste product all these things were the incursion of sin now you and i will agree with me that god did not create worms because if god created worms that means decay process was part of creation so how can that which was meant to live for eternity have a decaying process it doesn't add up and so by this we know that some of the creations that are bounced now like worms you know or or the decaying agent or some pandemic that abounds now were as a result of the incursion of sin sin dented the natural order the natural phenomena of creation thus necessitated the application of some standards to contain it otherwise creation will never be given the opportunity to come to the light of day will never smell expression for example again you and i know that adam was not feeling the heat of the sun why because the glory of god covered him if adam was created naked and the sun was beaming all over his flesh then you can imagine how will he contain that bright radiance that was pulsating out of the heat wave of the sun on his bare flesh but we know that the glory that was covering him departed when sin occurred and that departing of the glory also altered his anatomical structure both in the female and in the male gender it altered so many things in mankind their physiognomy was even affected their metabolism was affected by that altered state and you will agree with me that even till now despite the saving grace and the redemption that was done on the cross of calvary that alteration still abounds still now so ask yourself are we going to be defecating in heaven no and so we know that many things that operates in the natural order that has become so permissible so accepted so congenial with us god created it so to contain the expression of sin and the curse which has now dented and come to play among the formative structure of the natural phenomena of man yet these things are not supposed to be so and so please my people the reason why all this explanation is very very necessary i'm trying to give us a comparative knowledge 
of how we study the scripture. Don't just take what you see written. Try to compare it with what obtains now and then. And try to compare scripture with scriptures. Then ultimately ask for divine revelation. Then and then only will you come to the absolute understanding of what God is saying. And so now, we have it everywhere, all over the traditions of men. The head of Christ is God. The head of the man is Christ. The head of the woman is the man. And the woman must be subject unto the man. And then we see it as if this is the perfect order from creation. No. This expression was connected. The perfect and the imperfect. For example, the father and the son, they had a perfect union. But the man and the wife, they had a falling union due to the incursion of sin. So whatever instruction Apostle Paul was giving, it will be according to the dispensation of the truth that was given unto him. Further expression will still come to ultimately point us toward God is saying and doing. Now, talking of submission, does it mean that the man should rule over the wife with authority to force her? No. God is only saying that the lady should submit in the sense of take instruction, but not in the sense of sinning against God. No. Meaning, allow the will of the man to what? To preside. Let the will of the man preside so that your will as a woman only come as a sustenance to that of the man. And that is why I gave a very, very important expression which I hope that every lady will try to read. That when a lady finds a man that aligns with her dream, that is a man that she can live with forever. No matter how good a man is, ladies, if you do not have what it takes to support his dream, your union with that man will not be complete. Now, I want you to, to, to take your your mind and begin to scan in different kind of marriages you see on earth. You will discover that any marriage whereby a woman and a man has a united vision, they tend to become a sweeter union than the average kind of marital union that we have on earth. For example, if a man is a a pastor or a prophet and the wife is also a prophet and the wife and the man are operating the prophetic grace together it creates a deeper bond than if a man has a different vision from that of the wife or if a man is doing something and the woman can give a very good uh, how do i call it she plays a very significant role in that vision of that man what happened it creates a stronger bond but when you see a relationship whereby a man probably is an accountant or a professional in his field but he married a woman that does not have any educational knowledge or background she's just a housewife you will discover that yes there is a bond as man and wife but there's still an hiatus there's still an area where that man will need a support and he may not be able to get from the wife their bond will not be as tight as when the woman have full understanding of that vision of that man and she is giving her best 
onto it. It creates more bond when partners are united, not just in holy matrimony, but also in vision and pursuit in aim of life. It creates deeper bonding. Such union tends to be sweeter than most union. And then the worst of it, of it all is when they are just connected through sex, just because of a baby. I mean, as beautiful as that is, it ought to be deeper than that. And you will agree with me that when a baby comes, it now makes the bond stronger. Why? Because there's now a united vision encapsulated in that baby. Union in vision will always have better couples than just marital union to just have sex, make babies and take care of the house. No. When, when they are united in vision, it's a stronger bond and more beautiful. But at the same time, more dangerous. You know why? Because now they are operating a deeper dynamics of what ought to be yet with lesser knowledge of the truth. For example, if a man is a banker and he works in a bank and a wife also works in the same bank, now you discover now that yes, they have a better union in their vision, but there's tendency for competition. Not because it is wrong to have that union, but because they are operating in a deeper knowledge, yet with a limited version of truth. That is very dangerous. And that is why sometimes God says, okay, you step down for you. Why? Because God knows that there is a curse presently looming, which brings about that sense of division among them. But through submission to one another, it will contain the expression. And that curse may not be able to find its full expression in your midst, even though your imperfection may play out sometimes and bring it in but it will not be able to fully stay. This is the reason why God made the instruction by saying, your desire shall be unto your husband and he shall rule over thee. It was not because he wants to spy the woman, no. But that is the state that she needs because leaving her to her will, she will destroy everything and destroy herself. And that is why you and I will agree, even in this present age, that when a woman rises to a luminary figure or position in society, she becomes very aggressive. She wants to outdo. She wants to outdo her male counterparts. Everybody in the office is up and attention when Madame comes in. You do a little thing and you are fired. You know you see that aggressive nature come out. Yes, why? Because of the sin tendency that has entered into our proclivities. So I want us to understand that this is how comparative knowledge of the Scripture works. When you read anything in the Bible. Look at your time and your age. Look at your season and know how it applies. Now let us continue. The female side of God. And that is the reason why you will always discover that 90% of the heroes of the Bible, 90% of all that were used for great exploits in the Bible were masculine gender. Why? Because of the enduring of that instruction of that dynamics your desire shall be unto your husband and he shall rule over you and so the feminine gender were brought to a form of silence they were brought to a form of silence you will agree with me that before the curse the union of male and female was so beautiful 
they were to operate in perfect oneness. And it's as if that entire dynamics of male and female created he them died with Genesis. It never, it never came to light. Yes, because of the the advent of sin. But you will also agree with me that 90% of all the heroes of the Bible were only male. And ask yourself, why then were they created male and female from the beginning? Because the woman was deceived and not the man. And so the woman fell by deception. Why the man fell by decision? Now, if you understand that dynamics, you will also understand that if the man fell by decision, even till now, we say the sin of Adam. Why not the sin of Adam and Eve? First of all, they are both called Adam. That's one. And then number two, the man was given. Yes, yes, yes. Once again, my lovely audience and listeners, we've come to the end of an episode. There'll be a following up series that'll be coming up shortly. With great joy from the depth of my heart, I'm so happy to say once again here on Beyond Letters. Our following up series will be coming up shortly. Please be on the alert. Beyond Letters is a monthly and weekly podcast which has a family and individual-oriented focus and teachings. We are aimed at liberating the individual and family as well as corporations or churches from all kinds of mental, psychological and spiritual slavery. We also aim to emancipate you from manipulations and blindness surrounding our world. We are also on the ministry of healing and deliverance through our prayer sessions for the body, spirit and soul so that you as an individual, family, or corporation and church will lead a more fulfilling, prosperous, and happy life on earth and hereafter. For personal ministrations and counseling, for families and individuals and corporations, please hook us up on 234-7061-223358. Again, 234-7061-223358 on WhatsApp. On personal phone call, 234-703-5539626, 234-703-5539626. Also, 234-802-990-2247, 234-802-990-2247. Godhem. Gabriel is my name on Instagram and Godhem Godhill Gabriel on Facebook or Messenger. Finally, if you are blessed by this podcast teachings, admonitions and enlightenment on Beyond Letters and you want to support us, please feel free to do so through any of our accounts made available. Your support will be highly appreciated and welcomed. Please don't forget to subscribe and like our channel so you can be alerted for any of our upcoming series to this episode. God bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.